Welcome to Level Up Academy podcast, where we explore the diverse set of skills that can be applied across various industries and professions. Each episode will deep dive into the world of transferable skills, discussing topics like communication, problem solving, critical thinking, and more. Join us as we speak with experts in different fields and share stories of individuals who have successfully transferred their skills from one industry to another. Whether you're a recent grad, a mid-career professional, or someone looking to make a career change, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's discover how you can leverage your existing skills to excel in any industry. Welcome to Level Up Academy podcast. This is your host, Dr. Leland, a serial educator, an opportunities designer, and a compassionate leader. Hello, Level Up listeners. This is Dr. Leland, your host, and I have Brandon here today for our podcast. Brandon, can you let us know a little bit about yourself? Like, go back 20 years of your life and kind of bring us through to today. I was in college going to study business marketing and got my degree in business marketing. And after I graduated from school, got one of my first jobs doing digital marketing and I didn't know much about digital marketing and the company that I worked for said, don't worry, we don't know much either. We're going to take you to classes and workshops and learn alongside with you, which was kind of interesting. And this is back in 2007. So I was helping out with their Google ads, with social media marketing, helping out with email marketing, doing search engine optimization and kind of doing it all for them, which everything that I mentioned definitely works to get traffic. But I just kind of realized that everyone's probably gonna have a website in the future back in 2007 and that there's a lot of different ways to get traffic, but SEO is just a way to get free traffic and that why spend money on paid ads when you can get up there for free. So over the years, I just focused on search engine optimization and worked at different companies and worked at different advertising agencies as a director of SEO and before work or after work and on my lunch breaks, I'd work on my own company and eventually built it up to be able to quit my job and been focused on this ever since just helping people tap into that free traffic from Google and do a little bit of paid ads and a little bit of social, but try to help out with that organic, get you that free traffic. Awesome. Thank you so much. So what actually, when you were in college, you're like, I'm going to do digital marketing. Like what made you, is there some significant time that you're like, this is just my interest. Cause you know how we like flip from business to maybe marketing to it. Like some people are in that age group, right? After high school, just college, we're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. How did you actually decide, like, this is what I'm going to do? I didn't really know I was going to do digital. I just got my degree in business marketing because I thought marketing would be, like, designing billboards and, like, doing, like, all the artistic side of marketing, which is really graphic design, which I found out a little bit too late when I was in my senior year of school. So I was like, I don't want to retake all these classes to when I spent all this time for business marketing. So I just stuck it out. And then the first job I got was for digital marketing. And I was just applying everywhere, just kind of seeing who would be interested. And after working at that company, doing their digital marketing, just kind of realized that it's probably going to be the future. Everything's probably going to shift towards digital. And I should probably just stick with this digital marketing thing and just kept going with it, but was not planning on it. Wanted to do something more creative, but happy the way it worked out. Wasn't planning on it. So you always get those like twists and curves because you never really know what's going to happen, especially with school, college, people just get degrees, they get degrees, and then they'll get jobs that have nothing to do with that degree. But it's all about just that experience and finding something that you enjoy. Yeah, I think from the time, even 2007 till today, right? Like marketing has changed and has evolved so much. I think before 
digital marketing was somewhat like an alien. We didn't know what what that means, really, because we're used to like the yellow pages, probably at still at that time, right? And marketing through billboards or television and newspaper. Nowadays, everything is out there. What have you seen? Like, how do you actually decide, okay, I'm going to help a small business here or this big business here in terms of SEO? How do you even start like having consultation for a small business owner like where would they start well i always offer free website analysis because it's not really a one-size-fits-all every website is going to be different every business is going to be slightly different so you gotta figure out what type of business you're in who your competitors are because with seo we're not just trying to beat google it'd be great if we could figure out how google works but google changes every single day so we're really just trying to figure out who your competitors are, who's ranked on that first page of Google for your keywords, and how much SEO have they done? What keywords are they using? What backlinks have they built? Because pretty much we could research your competitors and see exactly what they're doing if you know where to look in the right places and you could see their exact strategy, how they got there, and incorporate it into your own website. But gotta kind of just take a step back and look at your competitors, and that's gonna give you that roadmap of what needs to be done because Google again, changes every single day and they have over 200 ranking factors. So kind of tricky to figure out what Google wants, but we can look at your competitors and get ideas of what's working and what's not working. Yeah, I should have actually gone go back because not a lot of people really know what SEO means. What is that exactly? Can you help us out and define it in, in terms of what do you do with that with businesses? Yes, SEO is search engine optimization, which really is optimizing websites for different search engines which primarily is just Google. So when you search on Google, there's paid ads at the top. Those are all paid where anytime you click on those websites, they're paying Google a couple cents maybe per click. It could be a couple dollars per click. It could be a couple hundred dollars per click. It gets pretty expensive, but right below the ads are the organic listings. And that's what SEO is about is getting you in the organic, the free listings on Google. There's 10 websites that are listed on that first page of Google. So just trying to capture that free traffic from the search engines. Hmm. And why is SEO important for business? Uh, well, if people are searching online and you're not ranked for those keywords, but your competitors are, they're just going to be taking that business. So you could use different tools like the Google Keyword Planner. It's a free tool and you could throw your keyword in there or whatever your business is. And you could see how many people search for that keyword every single month. So you could see if no one's searching, then maybe you don't really have to worry about Google. But if you see that 5,000 people are searching every single month, then maybe you should try to figure out a way to try to capture some of that traffic because nowadays everyone seems to be connected with cell phones to the internet. So it's a lot easier for people to be online. And if you're not online, you're missing out. Your competitors are probably going to be there taking that traffic. Right. And taking that possible business that they could definitely get. Now, are your business that you're focusing on is just for search engine optimization or is it organically for digital marketing as a whole? A little bit of both, primarily SEO, but realize that SEO is just one means to an end and it doesn't get you sales because half the people that come to your website are probably going to leave immediately. So you got to keep them top of mind, keep yourself top of mind by having multiple touch points, running some like remarketing ads. You could start collecting emails and nurturing that list. So you start building trust, make sure you have a social proof that helps build trust up because most people are not going to just go to a website and buy immediately. They want to vouch to make sure you're real legitimate, credible, and trustworthy. And 
that's where I realized over the years that SEO gets you traffic, but not everyone's going to just buy immediately. You got to build that up. And that's where digital as a whole, even online and offline work together to help build that trust up to let them know that you are legitimate, credible. And like, for example, you might be selling like tennis shoes and people could just be like, I, I could go on Amazon. Why would I want to go on Bob's tennis shoes.com or something like that? So you got to build up that trust and credibility and let them know that you are going to not rip them off. You're not going to steal from them and you're going to provide a good quality product or service or whatever it may be that you're promoting. How do, how do one creates credibility through digital marketing? Oh, like reviews. So getting reviews on third-party sites or getting other people to write up reviews about you, maybe blogs or websites will write reviews. You could have social proof. So making sure you have social media accounts and that you have active accounts that you're posting on there. Even if it's posting once a month, it still keeps it active enough. So someone go in there, sees that you're still in business, that you have reviews maybe on social media, Facebook, you can get reviews sometimes. So all that stuff just helps build that trust up. The more sites that talk about you and have reviews, the more trust people are going to seek because people really go off reviews nowadays, especially for like service-based businesses well, and e-commerce as well, but both they might go on third-party sites like Yelp or TripAdvisor, or they just might look on their own website to see, do they have reviews that people could just embed directly in there? Mm, yeah, that's true. I do go by reviews. I'm a Yelper. I'm always a Yelp. I'm like, I love this business, you know, uh, because I think it's nice to get people's opinion on on how the service or the the food that they're buying really or whatever that they're buying that's item itemized right now for a small business owner on your let's say like someone calls you right now and said hey brandon i need some consult and just kind of tell me what i need to do with my website what kind of added value conversation would you give that someone or is it more like hey we need to kind of just deep dive and customize what your needs are or is there like a general format that you actually look for in terms of small business owners it's kind of customized to each one but i definitely look at like the content that they have on each page how many pages they have what keywords are trying to rank for then i could search on google see who their competitors are and get ideas at a bunch of big corporations that rank for their keywords and it's going to be tough if they're a smaller, medium-sized business. It might be tricky. we got to figure out new keywords that aren't as competitive. Or if you're a big corporation, then we could target those bigger keywords. But it's all about just knowing who you are, who your competitors are, and just understanding what's, what's going to take to get you up there. And essentially, it comes down to backlinks, getting clickable links from other websites that point to yours. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google gives to you. And then they look at those keywords on your website. But it doesn't work the other way around. Without backlinks, it's pretty much impossible to rank on Google. Google's whole algorithm started based off backlinks and it's still heavily based off backlinks to this day. It's changed a lot how they look at them, but you still need to get other websites to talk about you. So for example, if you're reading an article on like entrepreneur.com and in there it says Brandon Leibowitz and you click on it and it goes to my website, I'd be getting a backlink from entrepreneur.com. So the more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google gives to you. It's like a popularity contest. It's like that website voting saying we trust you. So that is the number one thing is I got to figure out how many backlinks you have versus your competitors, because that's really what SEO comes down to for the most part. And then I can figure out, all right, if you have five backlinks, but your competitors have 5,000 backlinks, it's going to take a lot of time to get you up there. But if you have a thousand backlinks and your competitors have 5,000, then 
it'll be a little bit quicker. It's still going to take a lot of time, but it'll be a little bit faster. So the backlinks kind of give me the insight of what needs to be done and how to get you up to that level that your competitors are at. Mm, now I'm interested. I'm like, how do you even get back? I mean, I think I have three <laughs> at this point for sure that I can count on my fingers, right? But how do you actually maximize? Like, how do you get other people to have backlinks for your website? That is where it's tricky, but you gotta, well, like, for example, Yelp, you create a listing on Yelp if you're a local business and Yelp is going to ask for your website URL. So stuff like that, where if you're a local business, you could join like the Better Business Bureau or Chamber of Commerce or MapQuest, Apple Maps, Bing Maps, Google Maps, yellowpages.com. All these maps will help you rank higher in the maps. But for the most part, if whatever business you are, you want to get other similar businesses. So like if you're a doctor, you don't want just maps to link out to you. You want other doctors or websites related to health. So maybe you could try to reach out to like WebMD and potentially become a guest contributor or writer. So you can write for different websites and blogs, or you could do press releases. You could essentially like be a guest on other people's podcasts is another way. So it's all about just getting creative and trying to figure out how can I get other websites to talk about me? And it's not the easiest thing there's, but there are tools that will show me anyone's backlink. So I always just go into Google, search for my keywords, see who's on that first page of Google, and I'll look at all their backlinks using tools. You have to pay for them, but they are definitely worthwhile. They're, there's a couple of big ones if you want to buy them. It's called Ahrefs or Moz or SEMrush, but that will let you spy on any website. You can see Google's backlinks. You can see my mm. backlinks. You can see your backlinks. And then one by one, you can start reaching out to those sites because if they're linking out to your competitor, it's they probably will link out to you. They just don't know about you or you haven't given them a reason to. So you got to build that relationship. Like maybe you see your competitors are on a, a list of top 10, whatever it is. And then you can reach out to that article writer and be like, Hey, I saw you mentioned my competitor. Can you include me in this list? Or it's all about just kind of being a detective and just seeing what your competitors are doing and trying to find the sites that are relevant and authoritative and reach out to those sites and see if they'll give you a, a backlink essentially. Hmm. We'll just call you. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I have time to reach out. I'm like, let's just call Brandon, have him do that stuff. I'm glad you exist for sure. And that's actually pretty interesting because there's a lot more involved than just like, hmm, just SEO. You know, it's search engine optimization, put your name in there. But it's not that easy. Otherwise, everybody would be doing it, right? I mean, seriously. Now, have you seen a change between pre-COVID and during COVID and post-COVID in terms of your business? Or has not changed at all? No, well, definitely impacted because I have a lot of local businesses that I worked with that had to just shut down. But now, well, not all of them, unfortunately, reopened, but some did. Unfortunately, a lot didn't. So I had to kind of restructure and figure out what can I do to get more business and try to just kind of rebuild my brand because a lot of my clients were local businesses because it's easy to find someone local like, I live in Los Angeles, so there's a lot of people that want help locally and I'm able to assist them. But unfortunately, with everything that happened, I had to lose a lot of that. And unfortunately, some of them never reopened. But just, I mean, the main thing is just trying to learn from those curveballs and just be ready for anything because that's what I learned. And same with these business owners. They just got to be ready for anything that happens and just be able to adapt and adjust and change if needed. Yeah, yeah. And you have to kind of back backtrack and say, okay, 
it, this happens, COVID happens and all these types of pandemic happens once every hundred years. So we did it this hundred year. We're not gonna have to deal with it for the next hundred years and we're just gonna focus our energy in it. So do you think that with AI, especially there's a lot of talk on like bots, right? Do you think that they would change how people do digital marketing based on your experience and based on what's happening with AI today? Yeah, definitely. People want to use bots. Ever since I started doing SEO or digital marketing in 2007, there was bots that you just put a couple words in there and they'll write a whole unique article for you. Didn't read as good as it does nowadays, but it would just replace words with synonyms and plurals and it would become 100% unique. But nowadays, AI is a lot better. So it's not just replacing synonyms. It's like rewriting whole sentences and structures and phrases and prepositions. So it's a lot more interesting, but yeah. Anytime there's bots, Google's fighting it off. So back in like 2011, they had the Panda update, which is fighting off low quality content, which is duplicate content, low quality content written by artificial intelligence. And I mean, they're still updating to this day. So they're always going to be on the lookout for that. I don't know how they could differentiate nowadays. 10 years ago, it was a little bit easier. You could definitely tell what was written by a human and a computer. But nowadays, it's a little scary. It's pretty realistic and it's tough to differentiate, but we'll have to see. Google's definitely trying to stop it because they want original content written by people, not by bots. But we'll have to see what happens in the future because it is kind of tough to differentiate them. Yeah. And I don't know how digital marketing actually is going to change uh, in terms of marketing businesses, small, big, medium, you know, large corporations. Now, have you, this is kind of a different topic, but kind of related to what you've done. Why, like, how are you motivated to keep going within this topic, within this theme of business? I just find it interesting because it changes. So Google keeps it changing all the time. So it's not just doing the same thing over and over again and like helping businesses, watching them grow and succeed and just really like the flexibility of the freelance work where you can just kind of work full time and pick up a client here or there and over time build it up to where you're able to eventually quit your job and focus solely on whatever you're pursuing. But that's also a nice aspect of it that really drew me in because always had that entrepreneurial spirit growing up. So always knew I wanted to have something that would be my own company and didn't know how or what. And this kind of just fell into place. True. I like the independence. What is the top skills do you think to be an entrepreneur today? Well, you just got to be motivated and just be able to accept those road bumps and just know that nothing's ever going to be perfect, but you just got to keep on going through and persevere and push through and just learn from the mistakes and grow from them and not get discouraged and not give up. That's probably the biggest thing is just keep going. Don't give up. Yeah. I, sometimes it's hard to just, you know, keep going when you feel defeated. Like mostly I think most businesses are driven by sales. So if sales are down because there's not enough, you know, income from the other customers that you need, or like in your case, businesses close, you get defeated, right? You're like, okay, now what? I have to recharge and do somewhere else. How, what kind of skills do you think an entrepreneur who's just starting saying, hey, Brandon, how do you keep going if you lose all most of your customers? What are your strategy? I just got to not give up, not get discouraged and just know that there's going to be those road bumps that way. That's why I didn't quit my job initially. I waited a while, so built it up to where I was stable and had enough clients that if I lost a few, it wouldn't impact me. So losing half was bad, but I was still okay, not comfortable, but hanging in there. So that helped me persevere and push through and 
then I just kind of restructured my business and thought of new ways to get clients and new ways to target instead of focusing on local, just target global or e-commerce stuff that's not localized because local businesses, unfortunately, weren't able to be open depending on where you lived. Yeah, I was going to say SEO, I think, is one of those topics that can be used for pretty much anyone in the world who has a business, right? Especially online business. Um, I think they can definitely use this type of um, consult from you. So I appreciate that. Now, before we end our conversation, is there any added value that you would like to know for, uh, for would like business owners to know about what they can do to optimize their website using SEO? I would just say, be patient and push through, persevere, just like with what we talked about earlier is SEO takes time. So it's not immediate. So you got to keep building it up and building it up and building it up. And over time, you get Google to trust you, but just be aware it's not immediate. It takes time. And as long as you keep putting the time and effort into it, you'll see yourself slowly moving up. Sometimes people just get that giant go viral, but that usually doesn't happen. It takes time and pushing through. So don't get discouraged with SEO. Be aware it does take time. If you want immediate results, you run paid ads, but SEO is more long-term. So just keep pushing it and working at it and you'll see that growth come. But approximately what growth would that be? Like three months, six months, you think? So that's where it depends on how many backlinks you have versus your competitors. So it all um, comes down to these backlinks. So that's why I always do the free analysis, free consultations and look at your website, look at your competitors and just try to figure out what's going on because on average, people would say six months, but it could be much shorter or it could be much longer depending on how competitive that industry is, how old your website is versus the competitors and how many backlinks really you have versus the competition. So just call Brandon. So he'll customize for you and look at your website and just see where you're at. And it's important for businesses to actually be in there, like you said, because Google is the it right now, right? There's no, I mean, I don't use Bing. People are like, what about Bing? I'm like, Bing who? You know, <laughs> I use Google for everything, right? And um, Alexa even uses Google too. So anyway, that's that's how we do it. But thank you so much for your time today. And I really appreciate you giving us all the information, even the things that you would use to optimize and look at your backlinks. So I learned definitely a thing or two when it comes to um, SEO optimization more than I actually imagined. So thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on today. All right. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. If you have any questions, email me at lua at leveluppbydocleland.com. Lua, L-U-A-B-Y-D-O-C-L-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. It's open for consultations and courses will be offered soon. I will see you in my next episode. Stay connected, informed, and inspired. Until next time.